Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unexplained World Internet Radio Broadcast with your host, Edward Shanahan, a paranormal, spiritual observer, and psychic reader, along with Annette, a high priestess and psychic reader. The Unexplained World is a location where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy, so enjoy. Listeners, welcome to the August 23rd broadcast of The Unexplained World, which your host, Ed Shanahan, it's me, and Annette, my favorite witch. Hello, Annette. Hello, Ed. How are you tonight? I'm doing super. I'm doing super. Our line's already filling up. So, oh, good. Yeah. Uh, how you doing, kid? Great, great. We were having fun in the pool today with my brother and his wife, so... Trying to sneak in as much summer as we can. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost over. Okay. Yeah. Tonight, our guest that will be joining us in a couple of minutes is Mr. Scott Grossberg. Mr. Grossberg is a master of the tarot and author of The Mass of Tarot, the book, The Mass of Tarot. And he has a new creation, Oracle Cards. We will try to fit in a couple callers tonight to be read. Listeners, I'd like to mention I will be at Cigars and Stripes in Berwyn, Illinois doing my readings in the round on Thursday night, 7 p.m. to midnight. Then Sunday at the Haunted Victoria Mansion, the Scott Mansion in Joliet, Illinois, from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. or later, depending on the amount of people. Details for both at edwardshanahan.com. Also, for those who are interested, Annette, my co-host here, and I, both together can provide entertaining psychic readings at your psychic house parties. Or how about having your psychic party or paranormal night for just you and your friends at one of two haunted buildings in the Chicagoland area? Details at edwardshanahan.com. And Annette, mm-hmm. what I was trying to do before uh, you and I uh, hung up together went through. And uh, so I'll leave the listeners know that we expand our The Unexplained World Internet Radio Broadcast to an additional night. We will be on the week our Sunday show is not broadcasted, either Tuesday or Thursday, and it will be open lines for the callers. And our first show will be Tuesday, September 1st at 8 p.m. So how does that sound, lady? That sounds great. About a half an hour, we can have people call in, open topic, talk about what we got going on, how people can join us, and... Visit yeah. locations and and yeah. maybe we'll even allow uh, maybe we'll even play some undiscovered bands also like a band of the band of the week. Well, I used to be an undiscovered band in the olden days, so hey, I, yeah. I can appreciate people can appreciate when you give them a shot. Yeah. Can we get you to do some singing, maybe? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I never miss a chance to be a ham. <laughs> No, not you. Okay. No, nor not me. me. Nor, 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 nor <laughs> me. Um, what do you say we bring Scott in? I would love to talk to Scott. It's been a while. Okay, I'm going to try this. we got two, two 909 area codes, and I'm hoping this is the one. Hello, Scott. Is that you there? I'm here. Can you hear me, Ed? Yes, hey. I can. Hello, Mr. Grossberg. How are you doing? Oh, please call me Scott, Ed. I'm doing fantastic. Annette, how are you? Fine, thank you. Welcome back. Thank you, ma'am. I'm I'm honored to be on with uh, at least one of Chicago's best psychics. Oh, hey, Ed, 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 you should be reading me, not the other way around. Oh no 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 no! You wrote the book. I didn't. <laughs> oh, let it be a mutual admiration society. <laughs> and, and by the way, Annette, if it's uh, if it helps any, I used to during my college days be an undiscovered band too. Oh, really? <laughs> well, Scott, you know, I went through and read your resume, and oh, there are so many things that you are. <laughs> uh, which, which is why I actually don't describe myself as anything. It's, uh, I'm just an, an enigma. 
<laughs> there you go. There you go, Mr. Puzzle. <laughs> how, how is your lovely wife, Ed? I have not uh, obviously spoken to her since we uh, last chatted. Uh, she's going to be calling in. Matter of fact, she's on hold right now to uh, maybe have uh, uh, another present reading done by you. How's that sound? Perfect. That sounds marvelous. Okay. Scott, um, where have you, what have you, like I mentioned, we brought up the Oracle cards that both Annette and I have. Um, your book is fantastic. I've been using a uh, portion of the Mascateros at each one of my readings. Um, last night I brought out the um, Oracle cards too. Okay. Just to, uh, just to give it a shot and see how it would go. And how did it go? Uh, it went pretty good. It's um, I'm not a tarot reader per se, okay? So uh, a little bit more concentration on my part to make the – I did the past, present, and future spread to make that fit the situation. How's that sound? And, um, well, you know, I fully, ex- I fully explained that, you know, this was new, and um, I was giving a shot at it. And uh, the man that created the cards was going to be on our show tonight. So um, let's kind of bring everybody up to speed, if I could. Um, Since we last chatted, um, the Masks of Tarot obviously um, is doing quite well. It's uh, I think you've got a link up on the site to to Amazon. It's also at Barnes and Noble. And I was graciously asked to do a sequel, and had started working on what I've what I've called the four questions to address the minor arcana and some more subtleties, distinctions, and nuances that I thought could enhance um, what was already in the Masks of Tarot book. And it it was all built around the the concept that we all have certain needs, something that I've called the alchemy of human needs. And in the Masks of Tarot, I addressed, for the most part, the major arcana, the uh, the cards that most people are familiar with, and I wanted to do something with what are called the minor arcana, which are the manifestations of, or I guess the, like what we'll now call the shadows of the major arcana. Unfortunately, about 40 pages into writing the four questions, I was grabbed by the throat and wasn't let go by the concept that you now have seen um, the oracle cards and it all came about by my desire to come up with a set of cards that did not replace but that supplemented uh, a, a standard deck of tarot cards and could actually go into more detail. And I had found that in doing some workshops and lectures and instruction with others on just divination in general, there was a manifest lacking, and I think, Annette, you'll know what I'm talking about here, a a manifest lacking in other people's ability to access their intuition. And unfortunately, the way our schools are currently formatted and the way our workplaces are currently handled, nobody rewards intuition and instinct anymore. And so it's, it's underdeveloped. And because of that, if you take a standard deck of tarot cards, it's nothing but pictures and symbolism, and uh, it, it's kind of like analyzing dreams. You take these these main symbols that mean something to you, and if you're trained or sensitive enough, it all makes sense. Um, and I, none of this is meant to replace tarot by no stretch of the imagination. However, in trying to show other people, uh, we now think in words, not pictures anymore. Um, it's all text messaging and it's all hand gestures. And so what I did was I came up with oracle cards that are based on the written word more than the visual pictures. And it seems to have worked quite well. Um, They've actually now been released for about, I think, about a week now, a week and a half, and they've Mm -hmm. been shipped shipped all over the world. Um, And I'm... I'm very honored by some of the the comments from um, some some very esteemed readers uh, who have gotten back in touch with me and and said what a nice compliment it is to what they've already been doing from a divination standpoint and um, so that's what we're doing. Um, it, it's I've I've kind of moved on to the oracle cards, put the four questions book somewhat on the back burner, and I'm now working on 
some additional spread for the Oracle deck for those people who want to enhance those readings even more. Well, well, Scott, I have to tell you, yes, I love these cards. <laughs> Thank you, first of all, for sending me, um, me the deck. I really think that they're just wonderful. Um, in fact, I almost never read myself with my own tarot cards, but I've been sitting down and, okay, here's a question. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> they're wonderful. Know. They're easy just to get right through. I can see how they'd be really um, beneficial to someone who's not um, not used to reading tarot cards and someone who's just getting into it for the first time. Well, you don't really have to do any memorizing. You can just sit down and have a, give a, get a reading or give a reading. Yeah, it, it's, you know, and, and I'm glad you brought that up, Annette, because it's, it's one of those things where, uh, I think most tarot readers find a challenge in reading themselves. And th- th- this, I think, cuts through that that barrier that we all have uh, because it, it tends to be so objective. And by the way, for those readers, pardon me, those listeners, who have no idea what we're talking about, if they want, I, I actually finally, in, in anticipation of this show, put up some images uh, sample images on my website if they want to at least see a, a, a few of the website. cards, what we're talking about. It's called thinkingmagically.com. It's T-H-I-N-K-I-N-G, and then magically, M-A-G-I-C-A-L-L-Y.com. And if you just click at the top where it says Oracle Cards, you will see what what I've called the Deck of Shadows. And there are images there, and you can click on another page, and it even brings up a full page of sample images. Um, and you know, it's it's one of those things where, again, up until now, oracles have, at least in modern times, historically all been, whether it's the Lenormand deck or tarot or the, you know the old gypsy witch fortune telling decks, have all been based primarily around uh, the visual. Uh, I I did a lot of study. As a matter of fact, I just got back from uh, Europe. Did a lot of study on the oracles of the past and the Sybils and the, the Delphi Oracle, and those weren't done with symbols. Uh, and so when it talks about knowing yourself at the entrance of the Delphi Oracle, uh, I found it fascinating that, among other things, the Sybils would, at least in certain parts of the country, write down their prophecies on leaves, leave them at the front of the caves, and when passers-by would chance upon the leaf that would be their foretelling and if the leaf blew away oh well and so the, the oracle cards were kind of a, a revisiting uh, reinvention of the way the old oracles used to be done okay very interesting yeah I, I it was it was i did bring them out and like i said i did enjoy using them and um i will work on the diff, the other spreads too and that you have uh, mentioned in the book, little booklet that you give with the cards. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to actually, if, if we have time tonight, work on one with you, the two of you directly, since you have the deck there. Want to uh, do it right now? Uh, we can do that, absolutely. Um, yeah. one, one of the things that would be easiest to do is uh, the deck, because it's a poker-sized deck, is very easy to handle as opposed to some of the tarot decks, which are oversized, and if you're not used to mm-hmm. shuffling them, you bend corners and they fall apart and it becomes right. messy. So uh, elegantly, if the two of you, Annette, do you happen to have your deck with you? Right here. All right, the two of you just you know shuffle the shuffle your cards. I pulled the yes and no cards out. This, uh... Uh, that's fine. Uh, it, it's, you can leave them in for this purpose, by the way. And, okay. and for the listeners, while they're doing that, you don't have to have this deck for what we're doing tonight. Um, we'll be doing readings based on other things. Uh, at any rate, God, I have a quick question for you. When you're absolutely. doing a reading, um, I read tarot when the cards are uh, in reverse. I read them in reverse. And I'm curious if you intended that the Deck of Shadows be used the same way. You know, it, it's interesting that you bring that up, and it, um, I, I've been trained in both techniques, reading no reversals at all. So if you get a reverse card, you just straighten it out. Yeah. And then reading reversals. Candidly, I don't read reversals anymore for either the, the Deck of Shadows or for tarot. Uh, because the cards themselves already have the negatives built into them. And I, I use context more than uh, the actual positioning of the card, whether it's it's right side up or upside down. That's not to say that I haven't seen phenomenal readings 
with other people who do reversals. Um, you will find I'm a big fan of no rules, and I'm a, <laughs> I'm a huge fan, particularly when it comes to using your intuition, which is really what this is. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it's what feels good for you. Um, you know, I, I periodically I will get on some of the, the forums that deal with divination and oracles um, because some of them have uh, been gracious enough to have my deck discussed on there. And I, I just I find it fascinating that some people need rules, and they need to be told you shuffle it three times, you cut the deck four times with your left hand. You, you know, it, it, that's fine if you need that structure. Um, but I have always believed that if you can read tarot cards, you can read anything. Right. Uh, there, there are no, you know, you want to read light fixtures? Great. You've just become a light fixture diviner. Um, and it will work. <laughs> and it's, it's more, I've always believed that a, tr- that a good reader is actually reading himself or herself and the things that come in. So, you know, Ed, when I give you a reading, I'm just reading what comes into my intuition mm-hmm. and my sphere. Uh, and it should resonate with you. And if it doesn't, then I've got it wrong. And that happens, too. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know. And so, Annette, you want to read reversals? Great. Um, the deck was designed to have reversals in it. Um, it I just don't happen to use them. <laughs> um, okay. There, there okay are, there, there's enough negativity So there are, there, there are no rules. There are no rules. Excellent. Ignore, ignore any rules anybody tells you. Just go with, go with what feels good, and that's part of developing your intuition and having fun. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of, as I think we've mentioned in prior shows, I, I am not one of these doom and gloom type people. I don't do uh, readings for anything other than empowerment with people. It's to get them to think. Uh, I don't believe that readings should become a crutch for anybody. And, in fact, this is, I think I've mentioned before, uh, using what uh, James Wanless has called fortune creation, um, and he gets full credit for that. Uh, it's not fortune telling, it's fortune creation, because you can take what these cards or tarot cards or palm reading or astrology tells you and certainly inject your own free will into it and change it if you want. If you don't like what you see and it resonates with you as a possibility, then change it. I'm a huge fan of taking control of your life. I tell that to people all the time. So now that you've heard what I had to say, the universe wanted you to know, it's your choice on what to, how to progress. Um, and, and, I, and I think that's real important for tonight that, uh, that readers understand, or that listeners understand, uh, I won't read for someone who, remember I just did a reading for someone who said, I'm going to come back every week now and find out what's going on. And, you know, that's just not going to happen. I, I, I am not a proponent of someone becoming... Uh, addicted to divination. It's, it's, that's not why we're here. That's right. just my opinion. Okay, so you've got your cards. Enough of me on a soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't use them in reverse. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, you've, you've got your cards. Ed, let's start with you. Um, and, and what we're going to do is I'm going to deal with what's in the book that I've called the what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And don't do anything yet. And, and I've got to tell all the listeners as well as the two of you and Kathy, who I think is on the line, yeah. uh, the, over the next few months, there is a tremendous amount of change coming into everybody's lives as a whole. Um, and by the end of the year, uh, I, I, think you're, I think everyone collectively is going to be in a manifestly different place so that by the time we start 2010, uh, we are on a completely different level. I think that will be demonstrated by, by what we're about to do. So don't be surprised if when we do some readings tonight, what I'm starting to see are patterns, and that's what any good uh, intuitive does is they look for patterns. Uh, I am just seeing a, a phenomenal amount of change, both uh, happening to people voluntarily and involuntarily that uh, everyone's going through. So there will be, there'll be a theme here because that's what I'm starting to see. Okay. Uh, so, Ed, what, what we're going to start with, uh, before I actually give you a, a, a bigger sense of what I'm getting from you right now, mm-hmm. is, you know, what's real and what's not going on in your life. And, and I'm going to use this as a demonstration for you, perhaps, how you can use these cards as you give readings. So all you're going to do right now is you're just going to, we're going to pull the first card, what's real, what, and pull it out and tell me what it is. Uh, anywhere in the deck? Anywhere in the deck. Right. Whatever strikes your fancy, no rules, remember? First card is 
The four diamonds rescue. All right, and you're going to pull a second card, and this is going to be what's not real for you. The other one is huh, quest. All right, um, very fascinating. Uh, and so the listeners know on on the cards there are some images that are taken from um, very well known, now deceased classic painters. More importantly, on them are, are there's more than just one word rescue and more than one word quest, and right. it doesn't matter tonight. Uh, and Ed, what I what I guess I want to ask you is, when you look at the card that is rescue, mm-hmm. what does what does that feel for you? Um, because I've, I've got to tell you, and I don't want you to answer it yet. I've got to tell you that I did a quick reading for you before we we came on the air, right. and that that ties right in with what's real for you right now is that there are demands on you. Mm-hmm. You feel confined. Um, it was the servant card that I pulled for you, and that ties right in with, now, that's my objective take. Your objective take is you need out of a situation, that, that things just don't feel right for you, and I'll explain that in a minute. Um, when, you, when you look at the rescue card, how does that make you feel? Um, basically, this, you know, the individual, the gentleman standing there in the background, um, more or less a dominant figure, uh, and the female that's kind of hiding from it. Okay, um, it also states protection, religion, and home. Um, so what I'm getting from that card is that my serenity, if you want to call it that way, um, basically is found through, basically at my home and through the religion. Um, and at at times there is a overburden of you know what needs to get done or what I require to get done. I, I've got to tell you before we move on to what's not real for you. Um, I'm getting a sense your subconscious wants to say to you, just wait, and you cannot escape what needs to happen next. And I know you fight that because I know from prior readings you're really strong with the magician card. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't play the victim. You don't play the servant well. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I, I think what's missing for you at the moment, what I'm sensing, is the ability to unite with others who happen to share your passion. And I, I, I would say to you that I also sense you need to be wary of being too prideful and too forgetful, and I'm sure Kathy would explain that. Um, it. it you can't be the magician right now. Yeah. You, you need to let some things happen. All right. That's part of the next step. So what's not real for you uh, is what you called the quest. It's interesting. When I pulled the same card, I got what's not real for you was adventure and risk. And um, that, that's actually a positive take on things. You know, I think at first blush, you'd look at this and say, oh, my gosh, what's not real is that I'm go- going somewhere and I'm moving on and I'm changing because uh, if I also sense you correctly, uh, mm-hmm. change, change is good for Ed. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't, if you, if you had to wear a necklace, it would be, I did that already. And, right, Ed gets bored easily. And, and so because of that sense, what I, I guess I'm saying for you is, what's not real at the moment is that you are sensing a risk and adventure. You've created something a risk that actually doesn't exist for you. You you need to do what that subconscious is saying, and that's just wait and let things happen. All right. Um, it, it's not the risk; it's the boredom, for lack of a better word. Does, mm-hmm. that, does, does that make sense to you? Very much. And my wife is laughing upstairs as you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you know, I. I, I and I on that, I think could agree with you too. She knows me well enough. Um, about the boredom part, you know, and that's where the extra shows coming in, you know. So, well, it, it, you <laughs> know, the, thinking it. The, the other thing, it, it, it's interesting too, and I, I've, I'm, you didn't ask me about this, but one of the things I'm sensing, I noticed that sometimes you go by Edward Shanahan, sometimes you go by Ed. 
Um, mm-hmm. I, I find it fascinating that as you move forward over the next few months, you may want to explore going back to Edward. And I say that because the, the Ed um, gives you a sense of vulnerability that you may not otherwise be wanting to satisfy your magician and hierophant, which are, are pretty strong with you. Um, you have a, a, a real, as I sense it, a real strong power plane uh, going on that is unmanifested at the moment, which I think is what's creating this, I've got to do something, I've got to keep moving or I die. Uh, mm-hmm. And if, if you will explore things like using the name Edward, um, which has a whole different numerological significance than Ed, um, I think that will suddenly satisfy that spiritual quest that you're going through at the moment that is unfulfilled. Um, I, I hasten to add, too, uh, let me tell you what I'm sensing at the moment. And, Ed, I'm not okay. ignoring you here. Um, but, no, I'm enjoying this. Go but, ahead. But, Ed, what I'm, I'm going to say something to you. You tell me if this makes sense. I, I, I want to say to you that you would welcome the chance to jealously celebrate stability right now. Stability. Um, yeah, that everything would fall into You jealously celebrate? Jealously celebrate is, are the two words that pop up in my head. Um, <laughs> and, 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 that sounds like a good time. <laughs> I think uh, I'd like to jealously celebrate something. Well, I, I don't think Ed celebrates enough, and I think he's been no, involved. No, I... I cheer for him more than he cheers for himself. Yeah, I and I think, right. you, I think you can hold that. Um, it, it's, it's one of those things where you, your severe emotions, and again, this is all part of this change that's going on. Um, th- this whole change, Ed, that I sense with you uh, is, is, gonna, is going to dissipate. But you're going to go through a, a time period here over the next few weeks where you've got some severe emotions that are going to surface. Mm-hmm. And I, I want you to, to remember, I mean, write this down, replay the, the episode, but I want you to also anticipate there's going to be a disappointment, and I want you to ignore it. That This is one of those things where we go back to the two cards that you pulled, and what's not real mm-hmm. for you is this risk that you're going to anticipate and sense. And, it, and because of, of a decision that results in a disappointment for you, um, it is something that you can ignore and then move forward on your journey. Uh, your, your curiosity, your growth, um, the knowledge I'm getting from you, uh, I think is going to be an unbelievable aid and actually bring you a mentor that you've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. And, and um, everyone should enjoy this, Kathy, Ann, Annette. I, I get the sense that you're going to be coming into some more um, money relatively soon. Money. So, so, so celebration is, is a good thing to, to, uh, to deal with. Um, you have a uh, – there's a card I pulled for you earlier, the, the Three of Spades, and it deals mm-hmm. with betrayal and broken promises. And it's funny, I get a sense that I told you this before, and um, you're very trusting, aren't you? Um, it, there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I want you, again, it's one of those things, celebrate that as a very positive part of your life. You can't control other people, and so you will be at your lowest point by the end of the year with this broken promise, this disappointment, and understand that's, that's why this subconscious is saying to you, just let this pass. Um, this, this is the art of waiting, the art of, of letting things happen. My wife, Kathy, was saying that today. We were actually having that discussion over uh, yeah. the simple, what you just discussed. And, you know, and, you're, trust and you're, not, you're not real good Promise. at that, are you? Um. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to answer. Um, okay. It, it, it's, fascinatingly, the one big thing that uh, I, I see for you is coming out of all this, that mentor, this mystic, this, your, your own personal oracle, that is uh, going to come out of all this, and I, I find that fascinating. Okay, good. Um, Annette, shall we move to yes, you? Yes, let me remind the listener real quick, Scott, to call six four six nine one five nine six five three. Get on board to have Scott Grossberg give a reading. Go ahead, so, Annette, Scott. Sorry. 
So, Annette, <laughs> um, you, you've got two cards um, that you haven't pulled yet. Let's, let's deal with the first one. Um, the okay. first one will be what's real in your life at the moment. What do you got? I've got Master. Okay. And, and what, the second oh, one, card is The Void. Um, absolutely fascinating. Let me tell you the two cards that I pulled for you right before the show started. Um, okay. And again, remember, one's from my perspective, one's from yours. And w- with you, Annette, y- you, you are going through a, your own different kind of change. You and Ed are almost 180 degrees, and you, Annette, and I think I told you this before, very aligned with Kathy, by the way. You guys could be soul sisters. If, and, and it, it's, yes. <laughs> it, it, it's interesting because this will help support what she's doing. I pulled for you the servant card, completely opposite of the master card. I'm sorry. Um, oh, the servant card. I hear you now. Okay. I, I pulled the servant card for what's real, but uh, that this will make sense, again, your perspective okay. and mine. And then okay. what's not real for you is the underdog or the inequity of a situation. Um, I get a sense from you just talking right now that your subconscious wants to say, break from the old and try something new. And I don't mean this the way I have talked. Ed is always trying something new, and now he needs to wait. With you, I get a sense at the moment that, um, well, it's funny, I just got a sense that, that you've got this message coming that you've been waiting for, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, oh, good. It, it, it's, you need a start over. How's that? And and And, and I say this because sometimes, and I get the sense that you're you're stubborn and you hold for tradition and the way things should be, okay. um, and that sometimes you can be very past-looking, can't you? I can be very what? Past-looking in the past, dealing with... Oh, past? Oh, really? Yeah, okay. and, and I want you just to, to take that away from this conversation and... Meditate on it um, because you do do that, and it, it's one of those things where you're. I think your emotions are being contained more because you're putting limits on them. Um, and and sure. for some reason, I'm getting a sense right now that while you've got this great power plane going on as well, that uh, what what's missing. For you is the ability to step away from everything you've learned and think the way rules. Just, just break the rules, Annette. There. Okay, break the rules. The rules. You, you don't have to read the cards a certain way. And that, that's just an analogy now or a metaphor for you okay. for the more important things in your life. Break, break okay. the rules. Boy, I thought I was a rule breaker all along, but I'll work harder on breaking rules. <laughs> it, 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 it's funny because I, I get... Uh, uh, again, a sense from you, you are very strong with the Hierophant card um, right now. It's, it's right now. And I don't think that's what you had chosen before when we had you choose um, significant cards. But I'm getting the oh. sense that tradition is, is strong with you, the way things should be. All of this is, is playing on your subconscious, and it's causing you to not only deal with values and your value system in the present, but almost this blame that goes on by looking at the past. And, and I'm urging you at the moment that um, you can bypass your impasses, your challenges at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, by being more forward-looking. You think you're doing it, but it, 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 it seems that there's this whole loss of passion to actually do it. Um, does that make sense to you? Hmm. I mean, I totally understand what you're talking about. I mean, I, I really understand what you're telling me to do. And like you said, I really feel like I'm already that girl. <laughs> but okay. Well, and, and, and reinforcing and, and, that. Now, as far as limiting my emotions, oh, you're dead on with that one. But, you know, I've always been the rule breaker. Ask the police. Uh, <laughs> as far as starting over, I've had to restart my life probably seven different times. Well, the, and going, you know, maybe it's time to do that again. Annette is good at reinventing herself. I mean, yeah. it, there's no doubt about that. I'm not talking about breaking rules in a physical level, 
you know, with, with the police or anything like that. I'm what I'm suggesting it. to you is, you know, there are certain traditions that I sense you've been brought up in and that you've self-learned and that you've learned from others. And, and I'm suggesting to you, you are moving into a new area where you you have a mastery that you're not using. Okay. No. Okay. I can see that. And and I I I think you will agree that lately, and I mean re- relatively, um, in, in just the recent past, I'm getting the sense that you've had this call um, to create a different alchemy in your life, a different balance, um, and whether it's a new union or a unity of of two concepts. I kind of tie that in with this message that I keep getting a sense that you're waiting for, not, not that, that's almost left you hanging. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I, I follow that. Okay. And, and, and I think that that's going to resolve here in the next few weeks as well. Um, oh. <clears throat> I, I, excuse me, I, I think if I said Annette can be haunted at times, and I don't mean what you guys do from your website. No, no, mm-hmm. I understand. If, if I say Annette could be haunted, you know what I mean, yes? Yes. And I'm very sensitive, by the way, listeners, that this is a, a very public forum, so I don't go into a lot of things. Um, I, I want you to turn your back on that haunting okay. and move forward anyway, um, and you're going to discover that you have much more intuition than you even thought you did. Um, which, Ed, I apologize because, you know, one of the old things is you never tell a lion how much strength it actually has. Mm-hmm. Um, Annette and Kathy are the strengths in your life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they are your, they keep your, I think I told you this, they keep your feet firmly planted three feet off the ground. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> yes. Um, sorry, buddy, that not, they're not holding you down with kite string anymore. It will be chains, but it will be for your own good. Good. Um, <laughs> Okay. It's uh, it, it's one of those things, too. This is Ed, where I think um, you and Annette, your other friends, will help you. Be, be mindful. I get the sense. You, if I were to say, do you do palmistry, Annette? Oh, I understand the principles of it, but I don't do it. Has anybody ever read your palm? Because I get, I, I'll bet if you looked at your palm, you have one of those lines of addiction. Do you have an addictive personality? Because that's what I'm sensing from you. You can become very obsessed with things when you are focused on it. I imagine that's true. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I just want you to be mindful of that because I get a sense here that ultimately out of this journey that you're on here over the next few months, um, that your risk is becoming obsessed over your new find, your new unification. And uh, I, I want you to be able to remember what I said to you and to pull back, be a little more balanced. Okay, pull back and be balanced, but pull okay. back and be balanced. Start over. Okay. Annette does put in a lot of effort in the stuff she does. Uh, I gotta say that with the kids and stuff like that. So I can see where he's coming from in that. You know. And sometimes it takes others. You know, when, when I when I do readings. Uh, I actually, I, I don't do one-on-ones. I now do group readings, or mm-hmm. at the very least, I love to have couples there. I, I actually get more feedback from the person I'm not reading uh, because they're the ones who can objectively listen and validate what's being said and help the person and empower who's being read. So, um, again, you know, replay this later on, take a listen to what, what I've suggested, you know, we've got a very short period of time here. Sure, oh sure. And and so it, it's it's limited. But I, again, I I don't want Annette to run away. I don't want Annette to become obsessed. I get the sense that um, you do need to try something new, and and at some point, not be so stubborn. Okay. All right. You ready to take calls? Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Scott. Absolutely. You're welcome. All right, why don't we bring Kathy on for a short read, and then uh, we got about three other people online, okay? Absolutely. Oh, hang in there, callers. All right. Mrs. Shanahan, hello. Hello, everybody. Hi, <laughs> I love being on the outside a little bit because it gives me an opportunity to listen to those readings. And it's interesting because I've never uh, never heard anyone give ads such a thorough reading. But then again, a mess. 
I've never yeah. heard anyone give you such a thorough reading. And you want to know something that's really amazing about it is that a lot of the times when we listen to things about ourselves, we're listening so hard we take everything so literally. And yeah, that's when you're, true. And when you're listening on the outside, so to speak, you're not so literal. You're able to open your mind a little bit and see the, a little bit more to what someone's saying, which was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I love this. Well, hi, Kathy. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, by the way? I'm doing well, and I'm, I'm, I'm very glad to be able to chat with you again. Oh, well, thank you. I'm, I have, I'm going I have to enjoy a, this. I have a message for you. Oh, great. Go. Don't forget the romance. I say that to myself a lot. Yes. I completely understand. Um, totally. And that's the biggest thing that's popping out for me right now. Don't forget the emotion, the passion. Um, your compassion is being tested right now. You know what I mean. Yes, I do. <laughs> and um, you, I know what we said to Ed. I know what I said to Annette. You, Kathy, are ready to get on with things. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you are Ed's high priestess, and that no disrespect. You are, no, no. You, you are Ed's stability at the moment. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, it's, it's funny. that I'm getting a sense that you and Annette are very aligned. You, I'm getting the sun card right now from the, the, from the tarot, which means under your stressors that you're going through at the moment, um, you're becoming the charioteer. And I want you to understand you have the power not only to create but to destroy. And um, that's why I don't want you to forget the romance because it, it's, you need the balance right now um, that that passion and that emotion will bring you. Um, what's real for you, as opposed to Ed, you are on an adventure, and you are sensing some risk at the moment, and you're feeling the change. Uh, Ed, 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 don't take this as a as a um, as a criticism, but Kathy, Ed, Ed, Ed scopes sometimes, doesn't he? Yes. Okay. You you don't. No. And as a result of that, the adventure you're really feeling, the risk that you're feeling, is very real. Ads, that's what he uses to propel himself and move himself forward. It's part of Ed's package. Correct. Um, What's not real for you at the moment that I'm sensing is uh, the mastery that you think that you've got isn't really there. And I think that's why you're feeling this whole internal conflict of I'm ready to get on with things, and I'm suggesting to you you may not be. Um, Really? that, yeah, that what, what's happening is you're getting this call for what I call the dream, and I would urge you tonight, pay attention to your dreams, wake up in the morning, write them down for the next two nights. And what I sense for you is that's where you're going to actually find where you need to be. Um, one of the things that you're going to be aided in over the next few months is mastering what I, you know, the race, the, the journey, the goal, uh, tempering that whole um, impatience, for lack of a better word. And it's been internal. I don't think you've been, ex- matter of fact, I get a sense right now that you're not expressing everything you're feeling and thinking. No. And you're kind of letting Ed uh, do his thing, and that's, again, not a criticism, but uh, you, you guys are perfectly aligned. Um, there's perfect stability here, but there's still that internal tension on your part because uh, one of the things I think that you're afraid of is is the rebirth, is the start over. Um, you've done this. You've been here. That's, come on. Let's be done with this already. And um, that curiosity of Ed tests you at times at the moment. Um, I think that you too, by the way, um, are going to walk out of this whole thing with a, a mastery over whatever this broken promise that Ed is going to experience. It will certainly impact you. Uh, but I, I get a sense you're walking out of this. You're walking out of this with actually a higher sense of mastery of everybody. And maybe it's because you are the the objective observer. It is. But I also think too, when you talk to um, and I don't always want to say married couples because it's not always a married couple, but a committed couple, someone that, you know, two people that, you know, not necessarily are, it's not always necessarily a love connection or anything like that, but just two people intertwined for some reason. 
often, you know, and, and I don't see it all the time, but they often find what they call their soulmate. And Ed and I are the yin and the yang. And I'm not saying there aren't other people like that, but I just think that we've both found our yin and our yang. Ed, you know, he's a, a free flyer and he can, he's not afraid to take a chance or he's not afraid to put himself out there. Um, although sometimes his personality, you know, when you're with him personally is a contradiction to that. Whereas I'm, on the other hand, I, you know, I need a lot more proof. I need a lot more things tangible. And in some ways, we, I pull him back. He pushes me forward, that kind of thing. And, but this time, I'm really set, settled back. And I think Ed is noticing that. I'm just settling back. I'm not looking to move forward. I'm not looking to move back. I think he senses that I have some frustrations about things, but I don't think he realizes it, what it's about, to be perfectly honest. Um, he, on the other hand, he's restless, very restless. Uh, and, and I get that sense. What's fascinating, though, is that you know, for you, ultimately, at the moment, I'm getting the number five, which for me represents change and mm-hmm. and revisiting and retrospection and introspection. And that's what's going on with you. You're, you're doing a lot of mental gymnastics, not in a bad way, but you're growing mentally mm-hmm. and Ed is growing on a spiritual, intuitive level, two different things. Um, you're very mm-hmm. practical. And it's it's funny, you've got a very strong action plane. Ed is very strong when it comes to his power plane. Both of you are very, I, I sense at the moment, very strong when it comes to the magician uh, and the creator. And, you know, you put the two of you together and quite candidly give them the wrong alchemy. And this is, I think, where, where Annette can help and make intuitive sense of it. If we put the two of you together, you could start World War Three if you wanted to. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> I told him that all the time. Thank you for that validation. The one thing you'll find <laughs> is uh, I've, I've asked her many a times to become part of this thing I do, and she just says we'd be at each other's throat <laughs> if uh, she did become, you know, um, active. Ed, I got to tell you, Kathy, and Kathy, you tell me if this resonates with you. Kathy is the power behind the throne. Kathy is your support. Kathy is your cheerleader. Kathy is your yep. action plan. Kathy is not part of your power. Two different things. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And that's that's you know that that's the sense that I get. It's very good stuff. You know, none of these changes are bad in any sense of the of, of the word. It's just um, everyone, like I said before, when I when I gave you that one little caution at the beginning, everyone's going through some major changes now before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And um, if you will all just be cognizant of that, particularly the three of you, um, because you're so intertwined on a spiritual karmic level it's one of those things that that i just sense just be sensitive be compassionate treat each other like you'd you know i sound like i'm giving you the golden rule but it, it will just be sensitive to that that this too is going to pass and you'll all walk out of it with much more mastery than you had before okay i agree thank you <laughs> thank you my pleasure did, did, did that help you did that did that resonate with you kathy very much very much so. Well, thank you. Should we take some calls? Thank call? you very much. Yeah. Thank you, Kath. Thank you. Bye-bye, guys. Bye, Bye-bye. Kathy. Miss you. I'll miss you, too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Callers, you can call in at 646-915-9653. Ed, should we take a caller? Yeah, this is uh, area code 909. Hello, area code 909. Do you hear me? 909-948. Are you there? I guess they don't want to. Oh, speak. what a shame! They waited so long. Well, they're there, but they're not speaking. So, okay. Well, just, uh, well, thanks for calling. Try again. Yeah. Scott, are you going to write a book on this by any chance? Uh, I am. I'm actually at the moment. Um, like I said, I, I kind of got waylaid from doing the the sequel to the Masks of Terror. Um, about yeah. forty, forty-five pages into that, and this thing just kind of jumped up and. 
while I was overseas, uh, I actually started a book about oracles and oracle cards. And it will, I can tell you what it will contain. It will be one, an expansion of what I did with the Masks of Tarot. Um, and, you know, just to briefly revisit that, that was based on the concept that all of us have essentially four components to us that can be represented by the various major arcana, the first being the mask, the one that you present to the world, then what that mask, that persona does under stress and what it becomes. And, you know, for example, Ed, with you, um, if we were to take one of the cards I happened to pull for you, I didn't go into it with the reading, was death. And that's not a physical death, by the way. No. That's, that's that change that you're going through. Right that will take you from one level to the next very, very drastically and result in the ultimate manifestation and new enlightenment for you. Well, that's all fine and dandy, but when Ed in that capacity is put under stress, he winds up with what we call, or what I call, the beast. It's what everybody actually remembers of Ed, that Ed doesn't see himself, and that, for me, death becomes the fool. And that doesn't make you foolish, but it mm -hmm. means that you act out, you do things spontaneously, you sometimes do things without thinking, um, not knowing that the wolf is behind you, clawing and, and growling. Or maybe you do, but you just don't care, and you go into that denial or defy or um, you know destroy mode, one of those three things. So it, it takes you to the light. The light um, leads you then to its polar opposite which for me is, pardon me, the beast becomes the light, which is the polar opposite. Um, and that's what you're lacking. That's what you're missing at the moment um, because these things all change. And, you know, in that case, if you're using death as the starting card for the mask, Ed's light would be the devil. And for me, the devil represents self-limitation, which ties right in with what I told you. I was sensing from your subconscious and your subconscious telling you to wait and, and just let happen what's going to happen next, which is what you don't do well, which leads to the self-limitation, self-imposed limitations. Um, and then you've got the extension of the light, which is the shadow, and in this case that would be judgment, the things that you don't like of other people. And you don't like to be judged. You don't want anyone to judge what you're doing. You, you, you like to accept people. You like people to accept you and you don't tolerate well people who are ultimately too judgmental. Um, when and I, it's even judgmental of other people. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. You don't, that's yeah. something that you just don't tolerate. And you no, don't I like come in defense of, you know, people say things, and it's like, who gives you the right to say that about that person? You know, look at yourself. I've actually said that. You know what I'm saying? So. So, so, again, that resonates with you, and with that validation, I... I have taken that shadow concept and that became the oracle cards and so what i'm doing with this next book or booklet is it's going to take that concept apply it to the oracle cards because you can actually um, we didn't go into this that the oracle cards have on them the old playing card suits which predated tarot cards um, i don't know if people know that but playing cards are actually older than tarot cards and you can if you're an experienced tarot reader, use the oracle deck and read tarot cards at the same time just by applying the suits and the values. So it will cover that as well. Um, there'll be a number of different spreads uh, that I've got. Actually, one of them that I use all the time that I did not put in the booklet. I didn't know if people would actually um, get too bogged down in it, but I'm now going to include it. I'm a huge fan of Joseph Campbell and uh, the Hero's Journey and what, what has been called the monomyth. And a lot of the oracle cards are based on the hero's journey as well, and a, a lot of the old myths and mysticism. So there's an entire spread that I have, and part of that was some of the readings I gave to the three of you earlier that deal with the hero's journey, and that, that spread will, will be in there as well. Um, and I'm actually developing what I call the principles of divination um, and what I call elegant prophecy. Uh, it's not they're, they're not rules in that, by the way. <laughs> are you going to be are you going to be are you going to be talking any places or anything like that to uh, in the near future? 
Um, I, I actually just got done with some seminars. Um, because I was in Europe, I didn't set anything up on purpose other than you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm now in the process of setting up some additional uh, radio talks and discussing some lectures. I do a lot of, of traveling, doing public speaking um, on a, a variety of different topics. So yes, you've been honored too, haven't you, as a public speaker? What was uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it's one of those things where, it, you know, for me, it's all about empowering people, and it doesn't, mm-hmm. the, the subject is less important than taking the group and leaving them in a better place than where they were. And yeah. so uh, it's one of those things where I'm, I've, I'm negotiating some things for the, the balance of this year and uh, the beginning of next year, and I will certainly keep uh, people posted on my website. I'm also on Twitter and Facebook, so... People want to find Where is content. your website again for the listeners? Uh, it's thinkingmagically.com, uh, okay. T-H-I-N-K-I-N-G, and then magically, M-A-G-I-C-A-L-L-Y.com. Uh, the, the book, thank you for putting the link up, uh, is available through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Uh, the Mass of Terrell, very good book. Very Thank good. you very much. I don't don't be I don't begin to understand how they do their little price wars. Uh, I follow it periodically, and sometimes Barnes and Noble is higher than Amazon lowers it, then Amazon raises it, and Barnes and Noble lowers. It. I don't know. So so check it out. Um, I certainly want people to be able to get it at, at whatever the lowest price available is. And in the uh, Oracle cards, if someone's interested in it, just looking at them, uh, that's available mm-hmm. to look at on the website as well. Scott. As always, it was a pleasure. Well, it's Thank my, you, Scott, so much. Oh, it's my, my great honor, and uh, I hope the two of you enjoy the cards that I sent you, and uh, you, you continue to keep me posted on your successes with them, and we okay. can explore them again at another time. Sure. I would love to. I would love to. And uh, I would thank you again, Scott, for being on tonight. My pleasure. And listeners, again, we're going to be, Annette and I will be back September 1st, um, Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. And I will be doing readings this weekend and a whole list of stuff that we got coming up for September, October is at edwardshanahan.com. Scott, thank you, sir. It was a pleasure. Annette, I will call you in a couple minutes, partner. And uh, Kathy, thank you for uh, being there, too. Listeners. Thank you very much. Blessed be. Good night.